Hi everyone, welcome back to The Eclectic Mystic. I wanted to begin today's episode with a reading from this new book that I started reading this past week. It's actually part of Gary Bernard's The Disappearance of the Universe series. And if you haven't heard about Gary Bernard, I think I've mentioned his books in uh, previous episodes that he does a really good job at explaining the true meaning of A Course in Miracles. Um, I read actually The Disappearance of the Universe before I began reading The Course in Miracles, and I never felt like I didn't understand what the Course was saying. <clears throat> that being said, let me just read this paragraph because I don't know it just I felt like it it really summarized um I don't know I'm really I'm revisiting these ideas of the course um while I read this book and I don't know I've been feeling like wow like it, it this really is something that you know is at the core and the basis of a spiritual path um Anyway, let me just read, read this for you. So it says, The real you is already perfect. It's already exactly the same as its source. In order to experience that perfection, what you have to do is remove the ego within your unconscious mind, the walls of separation that block your experience of this perfection. The Course takes you, meaning the Course in Miracles, the Course takes you through a process that undoes the false you that, incorrect, that incorrectly believes it has taken on an individual and personal identity, a separate existence from God. As, well, as we'll see in this book, that's not something you can do on your own. So here we see, I don't know, there's a lot of information within this paragraph but first of all and if you haven't really kind of put this together from my previous episodes this is something at the core like I was saying right now that it's at the basis of a spiritual understanding of reality and if you're and th that's kind of what I want to do with today's episode, kind of summarize the big picture idea of where all of these ideas or, you know, everything that I'm presenting is being filtered through. And I know I've touched upon it in the past, and I'm always just saying like, oh, the course, the course, the course, um, you know, it reminds me of the Course of Miracles, but, you know, I want to get into what that means and for you and you know there's a reason why on the description for the podcast it's the first thing that i put in there right acim of course in miracles um, because it really i think this is again the foundation for everything else that comes as a tool for you to use and i think that's where you know, and it's it's funny, <laughs> you know, Gary mentions that in the book because he tours a lot and he teaches and he has a lot of, a lot of people come to his conferences and, and presentations. And he said, well, he was he tells a story in the book about how people believe that, for example, yoga is being is a true spiritual practice. 
right? And we're not talking about yogis from India, right? Or yoga from, you know, that actually incorporates. And I don't want to, <laughs> you know, that not that actually incorporates spirituality. But again, the purpose of yoga is in the Western world is, you know, for the body. And yeah, some of sometimes some of them incorporate mindfulness. Um, but most of what is and, you know, that's what he says here, like the people that I was teaching uh, that are that, you know, these young people came to my class and they're all in their 20s. He's like, you can feel the pheromones in the air. <laughs> and, you know, they're so focused on their health and their body. And, you know, this identification with the body that he and he talks about how he was he's like, should I he was thinking, like, should I tell them the truth? Should I tell them what I'm really teaching because to him they seemed so focused on the practice and 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 to him it was like well these people actually believe that you know this body exercise is true spirituality right it's not taking place in the in the mind it's taking place and in, in the physical realm and that's something that you know maybe we're not there's going to be resistance to even just me saying right like oh yoga doesn't incorporate spirituality and you know there's a lot of things that don't incorporate spirituality that people think are spiritual for example let's say astrology or let's say um Again, meditate, even meditation, right? Like that's something that I do as my spiritual practice. But I think it's important to differentiate between what is your practice, what is your tool for your spiritual progression, and let's, or like something that I've talked a lot about the law of attraction, right? And with my previous episode being about using the law of attraction for spiritual means, it's not that the law of attraction itself is spiritual. But when put into a framework or a thought system that, that undoes the ego, and I think that is the key word here, right? Like the key phrase that spirituality is going to undo your ego. It's not if you're not undoing your ego. I'm writing, we'll get into why, how the course explains that you're going to undo your ego. What is the ego? Why is it there? And you know, how are we supposed to wake up from and become enlightened, right? So, I mean, I just wanted to get into that and, and, and really kind of, again, summarize the information, but also explain the framework. So something else from this paragraph that I really like, um, where how it says, like, w the walls of separation. So first of all, what what we have to do is remove the ego within your unconscious mind. So, you know, that's something that I've talked about before, right? Like, we have to address this. We have to, first of all, I, I mean, acknowledge that it's there, but at the same time, it's like, look beyond it. So, and that's something that I felt like I've kind of had to relearn as I'm reading this book this week, that, you know, it, for me, it's important, and when I say, like, 
acknowledge. I mean, just realizing that it's there. But then again, how are we going to transmit it? Like, how are we going to forgive it? And and I think that's a word that I need to start using more in my vocabulary because, you know, as I've kind of drifted, you know, I still practice it and I still read it sometimes where I listen to it. It's, you know, the ego <laughs> again. And that's what this book is reminding me of, that the ego is going to have all of the tricks to keep you from doing, from dissolving it because, it wants to survive, right? And if we compare it to the information from the one being, the satian energy, right, that wants to keep propagating itself, whatever you call it, whether it's like the thought systems, the, um, what are they called? Um, energy, sorry, it's because I've been reading it in Spanish, um, right? The, I'm, the phrase is slipping right now, but um, the thought forms, right? The energy thought forms, that's what it is. Uh, the energy thought forms, whether it's the negative, sick energy thought forms, which are the ego, um, or you call um, the ego, right? Or you call it whatever you want to call this unrealistic virus right like it and, and and you know learning about um spiritual viruses and and even you know physical viruses how the virus and that is the ego thought form that it tr takes control of the host it literally propagates itself in the host until it kills the host and that is the ego literally that is the ego viruses and bacteria and parasites they have this ego thought form they are the ego thought form that it wants to right and i think the virus of ambition is a very um a, a good term for this because there is so much ambition there's so much of wanting and me and 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 wanting to get and get and get and get that you end up destroying where you're getting this from and this happens in every level within the illusion so within the ego reality right we can see it with people we can see it um in relationships we can see it in the physical um i guess the natural world we can see it in the animal world we can see it again in you know diseases and viruses and cancer and that is the disease that's when a person is disease has disease is because there's something inside of them that's taking over their body whatever that disease might be um so I, I don't know, I just, I thought it was, you know, and, and then again, that that is why you can't be friends with your ego, right? Like, there is no such thing as becoming friends with the ego. The ego is not your friend, and the ego has no interest in being your friend. The ego is is there to try to survive by itself, and it doesn't matter what it needs to do, it will do it. And if that means destroying you, killing you, or, and again, this is speaking from a, within the ego perspective that you can be destroyed, right? And that's something that, again, we just saw in this paragraph, right? 
um, that you are perfection and that you are you're perfect and you you already exist as that which created you and that which created you is perfect and the only thing we have to do is uncover this perfection because we've lost the understanding of it we've lost the memory of it so um i think that's again <laughs> on this whole paragraph i'm just like looking at it and i'm like wow this really does sum it up really good um right and then and another thing that people might have <clears throat> um trouble with is understanding that you know and i've heard this from various people that i talk to about uh, to talk spirituality with and you know they're like oh as soon as i hear that you know oneness or that oneness i get scared because it reminds them of like conspiracy theories about you know the illuminati and the one whatever they call that new world order crap you know like this oneness like they're they're literally scared of the word oneness um but you know how it says here that it and and because and again this is where the resistance comes in that the ego is an individual right but we weren't created as individuals individuality does not exist individuality is part of the separation that causes causes us the suffering right like that is the suffering and and that's where the virus of ambition comes from because we feel so in lack we feel so um out of place we feel like there's you know we need to fill this void with something right like we want to get and get and get and get and get but you know those are just the outward symptoms of the true you know the true problem the true mistake i guess you could say and that's what the course of miracles says it is that it's a mistake and it can be corrected, right? Because mistakes can be corrected. Um, it's not like sin where you've just sinned and you're doomed forever, right? So this is where we understand that this lag and this um, virus of ambition, that's where it comes from. Because since we're disconnected from our source, we're, we're, we're trying to fill this lack with something else, whether that be money or within our world, right? Like money or other people's energies or things or, you know, like everything that we think we need. And then that's part of the <laughs> illusion as well. Like who told us that this is going to fill the void, right? Like once we get it and we want more because it's never, you're never satisfied. You're always going to want more. And you know, I, I know I always talk about Abraham Hicks and about their teachings, but, you know, they do propagate this as well. They say, you know, like, it's never going to end. You're never going to stop. You know, it's you have to keep you have to keep going and you know it's about oh well i manifested this so now i have to manifest that and you know you're never it's never going to end they say that you're it's never going to end and i think that's a key difference between using the law of attraction for you know within the ego framework and using it to you know as a tool for spiritual growth and you know and i think this is <laughs> why the Course in Miracles really is kind of the 
the end all because I I don't know I as as when I read the book it really leaves it doesn't get into specifics about like you know what was there before and after it's it says like you're from your point of view you're not going to understand it but once you have the experience of it you will understand so it teaches you more about like okay how did how did we get here what's going on um again not in like very detailed information like in the one being but it does say it it says you know who we are how do we get here why are we in this fucked up world and how we can get out which is the most important part right like how are we going to get out so i think that's why reading the course in miracles or the disappearance of the universe will answer a lot of questions and it really did i i've had all of these questions about you know like reality and space and time that science couldn't answer christianity couldn't answer buddhism couldn't answer hinduism couldn't answer um western philosophers couldn't answer like there was always something missing there was always something like okay like you're telling me that you know there's the world of ideas plato whatever or emmanuel kant which i really resonated with but um or whatever you know like buddhism it had it has its you know like everything always had like a lot of positive information that i could use but there was always something missing like there was always like this like no like there's something else that i didn't know what it was but there was always something that i felt like mm, this doesn't satisfy me like this doesn't give me the answer that i was looking for until i read the course in miracles and the disappearance of the universe and i finally and i finally understood like that is what was missing like that information is what was missing from all of the other philosophies and the other information that i had been um that i had read okay and this information that i felt was missing from the other books is <laughs> i think what what it really is teaching that this and this is where okay so <clears throat> the the main teaching of the course is that this world isn't real that we're living in an illusion and that this illusion is a dream pretty much a dream that your body doesn't matter nobody in your life matters because not that they don't matter <laughs> I, i i don't i shouldn't say that it's just stating that you're in a dream and your illusion of the importance of the dream is making it real for you so the only reason why you can't see the real reality which is in the course's language god whatever you would want to call it that that is the only reality the only true reality and all of this game that we're playing here about getting things and being someone and having things and you know all of these insanity like mind tricks that we're playing with ourselves are not real right and and then this goes again up you know this goes into what i was saying in the last episode where 
you know, like people really take offense to that because, you know, they want to give reality to suffering. They want to give reality like, oh, I suffered this much. How are you telling me that that's not real? How are you telling me that my hardship isn't real? How are you telling me that the whole sickness that I see in this world isn't real? Why? Because they want to react. Like, admitting that that is real and you know like then what's the other side of it and i think that's where the the issue comes in for a lot of people that you're you have you see the other side of it and they're like well you're saying that you know like it and this is where i feel like i i lose a lot of people when i ever talk about this because they go from extreme to extreme Right. Like they're saying like, well, if you're saying that this isn't real, then you don't care about people. You don't care about the planet. You don't care about, you know, what a decent human being should care about. And I think that's where, you know, like the ego comes out, like literally the resistance is like I see it clearly. I'm like, okay, like that's how you want to understand it, because and then why don't you give yourself the time? You know, and I don't want to get into that. Right. Like, but are you really trying to understand? And that's where I kind of just leave it off. Like, you know, you have to respect that everybody's in a different phase of their journey. Everybody is in a different understanding of where they're at. And that's fine. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to make, <laughs> again, I don't want to make the argument real. Right. So, I mean, and I think that's, when they go into that other opposite and they don't give in and people don't give the time and you know like because they don't want to understand and if you're you know like if you don't want to understand it doesn't matter what i say or how i explain it if somebody doesn't want to understand and they've already made up their mind about whatever idea and this applies to everything right it does not just about this but it's it's pointless. It's pointless to waste your time and energy and trying to explain to make them see. Like, if they're receptive, they're receptive. If they're not, then, you know, whatever. Like, and, you know, that's something that was very clearly defined for me as well, that it's your job to present the information. It's not your job to, you know, make them understand or make them see or make them, you know, it that's not your job and it's not any of our jobs. If somebody wants to understand, they will put in the effort, they will put in the energy, whatever it takes for them to understand or, you know, grow or develop or, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. If they're there, they're going to be there no matter no matter what you say, right? Like no matter what information you present to them, if they're willing to do the work, you're pretty much there just, again, to do the same, present the information. But, you know, going back again to the thought system and how, you know, like it, it doesn't mean that because you're in a dream, you're not going to take care of your body or you're not going to, you know you're still within you're still until you realize it a hundred percent and all of your forgiveness lessons as the course in miracles calls it are done you're still bound to whatever you know body you find yourself in whatever world you find yourself in whatever uh social social situation you find yourself in like it doesn't mean that just because you realize that you're in a dream you're gonna you know completely ignore 
the dream, right? Like, how are you going to get your forgiveness lessons if you completely ignore it? Or if you completely say, like, this isn't real, I'm going to go and, you know, whatever you do, (laughs) you know, and, like, that's where you get, you know, like, whatever you do within the dream, if there's still part of the ego within your subconscious mind that you need to heal and you need to forgive and you, you need to release... It's going to come out no matter where you go. You can't hide. Like, you can't run from You can't run from it. Like, it's everywhere. You're inside of the thought system of this illusory thought system, right? And, and you know, I guess this is something kind of like that the Matrix explained, right? It doesn't matter. As long as you're within the Matrix, it doesn't matter where you're at in the matrix (laughs) like you're still in the matrix right and it's not until you leave the matrix and you realize like wow this is not real that you can really understand like well i'm just in a computer program so i can do whatever the hell i want and i can teleport myself or fly or whatever right which is which is you know like how they present it in the movie but it's it literally is real. Like you can do that if you know you forgive. If you start cleaning your subconscious mind of all of the beliefs and stop giving the reality of you know limitations to your experience, then you can literally begin to do things like that. And you know, that's how people become psychic and that's how people become, you know, whatever superpower or whatever you want to call them abilities people develop is because they begin cleaning their belief systems and they stop believing this world 100%. So if you don't believe that you're limited by something, then you can literally levitate things and communicate with people telepathically and this is you know again going back into the um, course of miracles and this is true because everything is being done within the mind and that's something that um, the Gary Bernard books really um, emphasize that everything is in the mind this dream is in the mind your body is in the mind you communicate with people in the mind and that's why there's only one of us because everything is within one mind if it was two separate minds we could literally not communicate with each other because we wouldn't understand you're two completely different beings of existence that you could not communicate with one another if there was no connection so the only reason why we understand each other, the only reason why we can even see each other or have contact with each other is because we're all within one mind. And we're seemingly separated because, and the Course calls it a tiny mad idea of what would it be like to go on my own and create without God, right? What would it be like if I went on my own and did, you know whatever I wanted and this is how I understand it and that's how it happened right like that's how the separation happened and since we are part of God and our energy you know like just by having that one thought in a split second it created the whole universe of duality and that was the answer to that right like that was that was the answer to that one tiny thought we didn't even 
have to create it like it literally just by thinking that one thought this whole crap of shit (laughs) universe came out right because i mean i don't think we can understand the magnitude of our power when we're together as one in god so it makes sense that you know just by having that thought even if it's just like mm, wondering what it would be like bam it happened right um and again now how are we gonna get like how are we going back right and that's the forgiveness part and that's um and forgiveness in in the sense that it's presented here is forgiveness not because they've done something wrong for you so this is where you literally start you know, and this is why the Course in Miracles is, as they say in, like, the Gary Renard books say, that it's the fastest way home. It's the fastest way out of here because you're literally denying the untruth. So once you tell your mind, this is not true, this is not true, this is not true, over and over and over and over and over and over again, you literally will become to believe that. You will become, you will believe that in the most deep subconscious thoughts that you have so because if if you something bad happens to you right and and you literally understand and you forgive it not because it happened to you but because it really didn't happen to you it's in a dream right like you're in a dream whatever happened is in a dream it doesn't matter right like we're holding on so tight to our bodies out of fear because we feel like if we let go you know, we're going to disappear or we're going to stop existing, which is not the case. Everything that God created is eternal and it will forever be eternal and perfect and whole. So if you, if you forgive and you forgive from the point of view of everything within this reality is a dream and we let go of the fear of you know like maybe an accident happened or maybe something you know somebody wronged you or somebody did something hateful towards you right first of all you have to realize that they're your subconscious they're mirroring and again going back to the law of attraction they're only showing up because there's something inside of you that's attracting that experience and it's you're attracting that experience because you need to forgive it and you need to realize like wow that's what i have deep inside of my mind that i don't even know it's there but this mirror that we've created with our mind this dream world that we created with our mind is literally showing me what i what is in my mind so all of this destruction all of this you know world you know wars and and you know destruction and poverty and hunger and everything that we find in the world and we we see it is is deep within our minds and if you're a vibrational match to it because you're so you know like that's what you're working on right now then you might see a lot of that maybe you're not you might not be part of it or suffering it but if you're exposed to it a lot like say you watch the news a lot or or you live in an area where you know there's a lot of violence or 
or even just seeing the violence on the news, right? Or reading articles about it. Uh, it's because it, there's something inside of you that's attracting that, that, that's telling you like, this is what's inside of you. And, you know, like whatever's inside is only projected. And I think that's a very um, key term in the Course in Miracles as well, right? Like projection, so there's so pro, pro, I think they say like a quote from it. It's like projection makes perception. So you can only perceive what you project. So so if if you're perceiving it, it's only because you're projecting it outside. And this is and you know this is literally not like you making things up because you're misinterpreting things, like right like oh you're just perceiving it that way like no you literally creating your dream world what you think of your real world is your real life right like you're literally projecting things into a physical existence because they're in your mind and you're and this is how i kind of came to understand this that we're all in charge of our little you know, kind of little pocket of mind. And they're like, you're in charge of this. They're in charge of that. They're in charge of that. Everybody's in charge of their own little mind, you know, which is within the the big mind, right? But we're all working and we're all, I've, you know, like if you want to think of it as a brain, right? Like we're all little neurons in our brain, like brain cells, right? Like we're all little neurons and we're in charge of communicating this to that or communicating that, right? Like, or forgiving this, right? Like we're all in charge of our own little pocket size, you know, forgiveness lessons that we need to work through. And, you know, it's only, so I don't have to worry about what you have to forgive because, that's your forgiveness lesson, right? I mean, it, and that's why it, it, it's helpful for people to help each other out, maybe by sharing information or, or, you know, like discussing these things or, you know, like, hey, like talking about forgiveness or talking about the Course in Miracles or whatever. And, you know, that's part of where I'm doing this podcast because I feel like it is helpful for people to, I know I find it helpful to listen to people and talk about these subjects and how they're applying it and how I can apply it, right? Like, but when it comes down to it, I can't do your work for you, right? And nobody can do your work for you nobody can do my work for me nobody can do anybody else's work for them like you're in charge of your own little i guess like forgiveness lessons or ego right like everybody's giving a little ego to kind of work on and they're like okay that's your job go into your job forgive it right um so but since we're all part of the one mind it you know like there's and, you know, this is getting a little bit more detailed, and I, I think that's where The One Being comes in, uh, the book series, The One Being, that that we are, you know, like, there is levels, right? Like, there's people that are already kind of, like, close, and they're forgiving things, and they can see things more broadly, they can see things more clearly, and that's, it's their job to help other people see what they've seen right like it's there and it's not that they're 
you know, within the oneness, it, it doesn't matter, right? Like it's it's not an ego thing of saying like, oh, they're higher than us, or they're you know like they know more, or which means that they're better than us. No, like it's not like that at all. Like if you truly understand this, and you're gonna understand that no matter where you are in the spectrum of spiritual ascension everybody is the same like everybody like because since we are all we are all just one mind the lowest one of ours is still you right so maybe you as an and again the individuality is a an illusion maybe your individual brain cell is ready to ascend right and to see the complete picture but we're still not all going to be complete until every single last one of us is complete and everything is healed. Um, so it is important to do your work, right? At whatever level you find yourself in. And, you know, like something that I like to do is kind of like marry these ideas of, you know, like how does the Course in Miracles fit in with like the information of the one being or like information of like extraterrestrials or like, you know, like how is it that, you know, like, what is what are their forgiveness lessons right like what are you know these spiritual elevated beings or you know aliens doing like how, what are what is their forgiveness right like what is the forgiveness of people um in different planets or different you know so i don't that really interests me because that's not in the course in miracles so um it is actually some of it is in the book the gary renard books they do talk about um um pleiadians and uh, different extraterrestrial races and the abductions that are going on and you know the government deals with the you know with extraterrestrial races that they're they allowed people to be abducted in exchange for technology but you know and again they address it like it's all a dream right like you're all it's a dream like it's it doesn't you know and it sounds kind of harsh to say like it doesn't matter but I mean, in a sense, it does because we're all working on it. But at the end of the day, it's it's still part of the dream, right? And I love that they use this analogy and the uh, Gary Renard uses this analogy where he says, uh, well, his teachers, the ascended masters that appear to him, tell him, right? Like, it, like it, imagine when you're asleep and in bed and you're having this dream, right? When you wake up, you're, you're not like, oh, my God, I just lost. You know, like, it, it, you say you were having a dream of buying this amazing house or whatever, right? And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, that was a dream. You're not thinking of, like, you don't feel horrible or, like, oh, my God, I lost this beautiful house because you understand that it's a dream, right? And just like that, when we wake up from this seemingly real dream we're not going to be like oh my god i lost everything like i had this really nice house i had everything that i wanted in the dream no you're going to be like oh, it was a dream like it, it doesn't you're going to keep going with your life like and you know that's something that they do explain here that it you never really left like you're just asleep and at home with god having this nightmare dream and we're slowly being woken up and when you wake up you're just gonna it's like it never happened because it didn't it's all a dream so 
you know, as as much as I can explain this. And that's something else that they do mention here is that, you know, like nobody can explain a revelation to you, even even though we can try, right? Like I've had revelation and I understand this material through my understanding because it was revealed to me in, you know, telepathic communication or, you know, in dreams or however I'm understanding this material. And, you know, you I have had mystical experiences where things are revealed to me in a very clear way that I understand, but that doesn't mean that you're going to understand it the same way or that you would even understand it at all because it's something that I you know, like it was, and this is something that they do say in the Course of Miracles, that revelation is very personal. You will understand through your, you know, point of view. And you can share ideas and you can talk about them, but the true revelation, and they say, right, like the revelation is not, it's something that comes from God to you. And when that happens, it's going to be I mean, it, it's going to be the most personal thing that you can imagine because it's it's done only for you. Like it's done, yeah, you can go and spread the word and, you know, talk to people about it. and But they're never really going to understand. They're never really going to, because it's an experiential thing, right? Like it's not a knowledge. And that's something that they begin, they actually mentioned in, in this Gary Renard book, which is called, oh, I haven't even said the title of it. So it's called The Lifetimes When Jesus and Buddha Knew Each Other, A History of Mighty Companions. So, um, you know, they do mention that in this book that, you know, like it, it's, it's so personal to you. And I totally lost my train of thought <laughs> because I, I talked about the book. Anyway, um, it will come back to me. But I'm trying to remember, but whatever. Um, anyway, um, the book is called The Lifetimes When Jesus and Buddha Knew Each Other, A History of Mighty Companions. And it talks about um, lifetimes where Jesus and Buddha were un- incarnated in the same lifetime and they knew each other and how they helped each other out. So if you're, you know, into Buddhism or Christianity or just curious about it, it's a good read. And they talk about, you know, how they were able to get out of the dream, what they did, you know, their forgiveness lessons, how they were, why they were advanced students, you know, like, or advanced beings that were able to leave the illusion faster than most other people that were still stuck here, right? Um, Anyway, um, so... Let me see. Anyway, so just you know, talking about forgiveness, and just to recap what we what we've been talking about, you know, forgiveness is when you truly forgive something, not because when because you understand that you're not forgiving it because you're forgiving it because it never really happened. You're forgiving it because you know that you're in a dream that this person is only a projection of your subconscious and how you see them is how you think of of yourself. The person that you hate is just a representation of things you hate about yourself. People that you hate, people that you don't like, people that, you know, make your life 
miserable. They're only representations of what you believe to be true about yourself. And you can only heal that by forgiving them, by knowing that they are perfect beings. They are you have to you have to look through all the shit that they put in front of themselves of their true selves so you can truly understand that they are light beings. They are perfection. They are you know, they are part of God. They are godly in a sense, right? Because we all are. And as soon as you start realizing that and putting that into practice, it might take months, years. You know, people have been studying the course for <laughs> their entire life since it came out in 1976, I think it came out, right? And some of them might not even get it yet, right? So it's not something that we're going to you know, and they, that's what our, um, the Ascended Masters and Gary Renard's book say, right? Like, it might take you two or three lifetimes of doing this work, but it's better than doing 500,000 lifetimes, right? So <clears throat> doing the Course in Miracles will save you time. And that's, and they say that clearly in the book, right? Like, it's the fastest way. It's not the only way to get to God. It's not the only way to ascend. And, you know, like, if you don't resonate with this, it might, you know, hey, you might choose to take a different path. And that's fine, right? Like, you, everybody has their, their, like, it's your choice, right? And if you, you know, I and I, it's something, don't judge it before you read it, right? Like, I feel like if you, you start reading it or you read the disappearance of the universe something will ring true for you in these books i mean at least it did for me and i recognized it immediately i was even scared actually of reading the disappearance of the universe it took me like three months to read that book because i had so much unconscious re unconscious resistance to it because i knew everything that was in it was true and it that kind of scared me a little to be honest i i I've, you know, I just, I left it on my bookshelf for a while and kind of had to process the information. Even like it was like a few chapters, I had to like take a week of not reading the book because I was just like <laughs> processing, processing this information. And, and if it's the first time that you're hearing this, that, you know, like this world isn't real, like you're living in an illusion and in our purpose is to forgive each other to wake up and to forgive our unconscious mind and to heal each other and you know to heal each other and if this is a again i don't know at least for me the first time that i heard this i was amazed like i was it again it took me a while and it caused fear right like it it, it caused me to kind of hesitate and say like wow it really this is a, a big change in perspective um but i i recognized it as that one thing that i was looking for that i hadn't found anywhere else so <clears throat> i think with that i'll end the conversation and again i, I want to go more in detail about this but <clears throat> you know one hour is not going to be enough so i kind of want to go over <clears throat> the holographic nature of reality and how that plays into um, what we're talking about here. So, and again, just to kind of clarify things that we've been talking about in other episodes and why <laughs> sometimes I start talking about something and then it like reminds me of 10 other things. And that's because of the holographic um, and I'll under, and I'll explain what the holographic nature is. Right. And if I haven't already, but um, 
Okay, so. Okay, so I even drew a little, <laughs> um, just to kind of keep my thoughts organized because this information gets really, I don't know, at least in my thoughts, it gets, you know, like I think of something and then that reminds me of five other things and one each one of those things reminds me of like five other ones. So, you know, and, and again, going into what the holographic, how holographic information works is that every single part of the hologram contains the entire information of the totality of the hologram. So, you know, and I've, I heard David Wilcock explain this and uh, of how hologram works and it finally make perfect sense. And, you know, because we think, and some people think uh, um, of holograms, like, you know, like these light, um, I guess, sculptures right like or, or you know like we all think of a hologram like and and how it, it looks right and like in a 3d light hologram where you know like it's sh they show it in movies or like star wars or that's the one that reminds me of like this 3d light thing that you know looks like a person and but it's light right so but when i saw this episode of i think was it Wisdom teachings, I think. Wisdom teachings, one of the David Wilcock um, programs on Gaia. Um, he explains the the holographic nature, or, or what how a holograph works, and that made I of course I applied it to the Course in Miracles because they do say the, um, and I think they explain this also in the Disappearance of the Universe, where they say the course is holographic. Every single section of the course contains the information of the whole book. And then I heard it in David Wilcock, where he says, he explains, right, like every single light particle within the hologram contains all of the information of the whole hologram. So... I think he gives you an example of an apple, of a holographic apple um, being projected by light. But every single point of light with, that makes up the apple that we see is tiny little apples. Like it's tiny little light beams that look like apples. So it's like an apple made of apples, right? Um, of course, it's light and it's information, right? But, and then you can apply this so you know you can apply this to our reality right and how we are and this is what the course explains right like we contain the entire information we are a part of god right so then since we are a part of god we are created exactly like god because it is holographic nature is holographic right like the existence is holographic we cannot be and that's why we can't be separate from the whole even though we might appear to be separate we can't be separate because we make up the whole we make up god right so we are a representation of god in our nature of uh, in our i guess dimension of reality if you could call it that right so this is how i came to understand holographic 
you know, the nature, holographic nature. And when I'm talking about this information and when I'm, you know, like, that's why I said, like, I don't want to go on um, tangents anymore because it happens that I'm talking about something. And then that reminds me of every, like of something else, right? Like I'm talking the law of attraction. And then that reminds me of a course of miracles. And then it reminds me of something else. And then it's something else. And it keeps going and going and going because every single part is connected to every single other part. So of course, you know, like if I wish I had like a 3D model <laughs> to show this information and how everything is like connected because that's how I kind of see it visually. And again, going back to um, Revelation, how it's going to make sense to you, how you understand it. This is how I came to understand this information and, and applying it and and really kind of like dissecting it and 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 not really dissecting it, but more having the understanding of what you know like the course is talking about and you know in my mind i get to see kind of like this <clears throat> 3d version of the information and how everything relates to everything else right and that's kind of what i drew here on my paper today and kind of like what topics that i've talked about before and how each one of these topics is related to all the other topics that I'm going to discuss, I guess, right? So I have here, like, at the top, it's, like, the holographic nature, right? And that's only, like, one part of the knowledge, right? And then and all of these, I feel, um, you know, at least that's what I drew, that all of these topics will lead to awareness. And awareness is still just one part of the puzzle, right? Like, it's still just one one tiny particle of the information but again it contains the whole so so let's talk about you know like how the law of attraction and i saw you know like i'll just mention all of the topics and again these are limited but everything that i talk about and on this podcast on this podcast is probably gonna you know, can fit into one of these categories or it can fit into the holographic nature of the information that I'm presenting. So, you know, like when talking about the law of attraction, it reminds me of like, right, like spiritual evolution. And then what is spiritual evolution, right? And then, so I'm just going to name the ones that I wrote here. And these are just examples, right? So the law of attraction and then spiritual evolution. And then that leads to like levels of existence or levels of, um, experience um and then how that leads to or you know has to do with forgiveness and how forgiveness has to do with awareness and how awareness has to do with truth and how truth has to do with all of these other things right so each one of these topics is connected to every like to each to each other and to all of them right so truth is going to be connected to the law of attraction to awareness to the holographic nature to spiritual evolution to levels of existence and to forgiveness so there's a connection between each one of these and and to every other one right so then like even just going into um like let's make the connections right like how is the law of attraction going to be connected to forgiveness right so the law of attraction is you know how you're manifesting your whether that's like your subconscious mind or how you're how you're manipulating the illusion to and right like what is the purpose of the the law of attraction like we don't want to be 
lost within the illusion creating things because we like it right like um at least that's not my purpose maybe you know like some people might be there and you know that's fine but you know but that doesn't mean either that we can't enjoy the illusion right like that doesn't mean that we're not we're gonna like give up everything and just be like oh i'm on spiritual path i can't have nice things i can't have money i can't have this like no that's not what it's about right like but we don't want to make them real either like we don't want to be like saying like oh that there's value in this right like no like everything is here to serve the purpose of my spiritual evolution and if that means that i need to have money to you know like eat and pay for my internet and pay for things so i can i, I understand better then that's what i need to do right and but i'm not gonna give it the value of like oh that's my all like i'm gonna value myself by the things that i have or the car that i own or the job that i have and you know or the title my job title or my degree or whatever it is right like that we want to attract into our understanding and like you know and that's something that i feel like you know again that's my forgiveness lesson right there because it really like peeves me like it it's something that it and i've gotten better at forgiving this but when people like really believe their you know like education level makes them better than other people or you know like their job or how much money they have or like all these like external things that it's like dude like what why like you're not better than somebody else because you're you know the vp of whatever or you know like and I feel like our society is so, um, I guess, entrenched in this belief of like, oh, that's how, that's what makes you a better person, right? Or like this, and again, it's all the ego mentality. So whether it's like physical and you're like, well, I don't care about physical things, but then you believe that you're better than somebody else because you're a spiritual person, then guess what? The ego just tricked you right there. So, um, you know, and it can happen with anything. And I think that's, you know, it's okay if it does, you know, that's why we're here to do our work. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> you know, like, it's important to catch ourselves, like, even like me, just saying that, right? Like, oh, like, it, it pisses me off when people think like this, right? Well, then I can see like, well, maybe there's an unconscious belief that I'm better than those people, because I don't have that belief. But by saying that, I do have that belief right so it's something that i have to forgive and say like well you know they're not these people are just here to reflect that back to me because that's something that i need to work on and i forgive them i see them as perfect beings of light perfect sons of god and daughters of god and i want to see them in this perfect light and when i see that i see myself in this perfect light and that's how you forgive right like i i look beyond whatever this illusion dream whatever you're acting out for me i forgive it whatever you're acting out and whatever the illusion is acting out for me is i'm gonna forgive it right and like let's talk about <laughs> trump i guess for a little bit because i find it you know like it's so even hard to you know i find it comical like and i think that's you know that's something that a lot of people are not like okay with right like like people literally cried like when he won i don't know i live in california so you know and if you're listening to this and i don't i don't want to make assumptions anyway um 
like people were devastated that you know like when he won and just seeing like people's reaction and like how much they believed like wow like their world was destroyed when this person won right like and to me it's just like i see him on tv and the things that he says and it's just like honestly it's comical to me like how like it's just it's insane like how i don't even feel like i don't feel any resistance towards that man at whatsoever like i just i look at it i listen to it and i'm just like oh my god this is ridiculous like what else can he say like what else can he do like and i just take it as a joke because i know it's not real <laughs> like it really isn't real and you know i feel like this that's like a topic if you want to like try doing your forgiveness work and if you feel any kind of emotion towards that person in the white house right like even just saying his name i think triggers people so you know like just understanding that and then it goes to show like why am i giving so much value to this you know like it's you really do believe that it's real then because you're giving it so much importance right and that's another thing that i feel like is a good um Again, I just went off on this, like, super huge tangent, but whatever. Um, I think that's another, like, giveaway that if you care so much about something, it's because you think that it's real, whether that's whatever it is, right? Like, and that's something that you have to forgive. And that's how you can catch yourself. Like, if I care so much about what, you know, people think or what I look like or, you know, like whatever you know if you really care about it and, and it bothers you when those things aren't happening that's your forgiveness lesson right there right like whether it's like how people act or like um whatever it is right like whatever bothers you whether it's people sometimes you just don't get along with people right but if it still bothers you like when the person walks in and you're like oh this bitch right like or whatever or like you're in your head you're like oh my god shut the fuck up right like all of these like little things that we do and it's like okay that's your forgiveness lesson and i think one of the hardest things is to be able to catch yourself when you have a forgiveness lesson to do right because that's the hard part like once you identify it then you're you're making it conscious right and I, that's something that we've talked about before um once it's conscious it's like okay it's there i know that it's there and now it's like up to you like i'm gonna choose to forgive this right like i'm gonna choose to see the light in this person whatever because i know that whatever i judge this person for whatever i hate about this person is what i hate about myself and that's really hard to do because especially if the illusion is very dense around that one particular subject, it's going to be really hard to do, but you have to try, right? Like that's how we're going to advance. Like that's the true spiritual work, right? Like, right. Like that's the alchemy. You're, you're, you're literally transforming your thoughts into light when you do this, because you want to see the light in that person. Anyway, back to the <laughs> holographic explanation, right? Um, so the law of attraction, how it, goes in with to forgiveness right like we're attracting the things that we need to forgive i guess it was that was a relatable tangent because that's what we talked about right um and then how forgiveness uh relates to awareness right like forgiveness is the more you forgive the more awareness of your true reality that you're gonna have and then how awareness is related to spiritual evolution right again and you know like and how check uh, i guess like how 
that explains like spiritual evolution is attached to awareness because the more spiritually evolved that you are the most the more awareness is that you're going to have but also spiritual evolution is linked directly to forgiveness right because that's how you that's how you spiritually evolve right and then we can we can connect all of these to levels of existence right and how you're going to be racing through the levels and by doing all of this work right like you're going to raise your awareness you're going to raise the level of your existence you might vibrate at a higher level so you might start dropping things off that no longer serve you right like oh i already forgave that i don't have to deal with that anymore it's gone from my existence and it really and you know all of this is exactly what law of attraction right like and how all of this is related to truth right like which i think truth is it is part of awareness the law of attraction right like what are we using the law of attraction for is it to propagate the illusion or is it to propagate truth and spiritual evolution will make us see the truth right and how all of you see how everything is connected to everything else so i i don't know if this helps in any way but i just wanted to explain this because this is how i i've come to understand things right and the and that's why it's kind of like never ending because you'll discover one thing and then it will lead to a hundred more things, right? And then you'll go into one of those and it will lead you to a hundred more other things, right? So it's important because this system is being used by, and how the Course in Miracles says, right? Like the Holy Spirit, Um it's being used by God, right? It's being used by the Holy Spirit to get you out of the illusion. But guess what? It's also being used by the ego. So it's up to you to choose which one you want to choose. Like, am I going to use this information to reveal the truth for me? Or am I going to use it to get lost in the illusion, right? And if anything, it... it you know, when I had this vision of the universe being explained to me, it really did feel like this, like how I just explained it verbally. It This is literally what we're doing in our lives. It might, you might not be able to see it, but there's so many, like, it. it's like a kaleidoscope like it's like the fractal patterns like you go into one and it leads you to this other level of existence and an experience and then you go into that one and it takes you to a different one and you go into that one and it's just never ending never ending never ending so again if you're trying to see the truth in it you will see the truth in it and say like wow this fractal reality is real within the light and the love of God and it's eternal and I will never stop propagating this love right like so you can look at it in that positive way or you can look at it through the ego's perspective and say the ego's never gonna end because I get lost into like you know like this forgiveness lesson right and I hate this person and that hate takes you somewhere else and then that thing shows up somewhere else and you're like hating that person and then you hate those people and then you hate that country and then you hate and and it's just this never-ending propagating more illusion right so what we want to get and i feel like that is awakening like that is 
the moment that you realize that you are awake. When you have completely understood and, and uncovered the truth, and that truth is pure love and pure light and pure understanding. And since you're in this knowledge because now there is no doubt about it right like that's the only thing that's true because everything the ego does destroys itself and everything that god does keeps propagating itself forever and the only thing that keeps propagating itself forever is love right and and truth and god and and all of these i i don't even want to label them but right like once you tap into it and i feel like that's how it's gonna feel like you're just gonna tap into this knowledge understanding and and love like what the one being says right like the books the one being and you're gonna understand that it's it's never gonna end because you're you've already reached it and as soon as your consciousness reaches that level of of love of of understanding and you realize that that's all that there is it's you're that's the only thing that you can create now so that's that's it you made it like you're done that's that's it like that's you're an awakened being at that point because you can never create outside of it again right and hey maybe i don't know this is maybe getting a little off topic but hey maybe we needed to create this illusion or not create it, but dream the illusion so we can never come back here again. Because now we know that if we have this <laughs> this crazy thought, we're going to have to go through all of this shit again. And we're never going to do that again. So, um, I don't know. That's just my point of view. Well, I do know. <laughs> at, at least from my understanding. Right? Um, I, I, don't know, I just wanted to explain that. And, and maybe it can help you better understand your your journey and and i hope it helps you know and and i again we'll be discussing more of the course on miracles and and future chapters i think i'm gonna reread the whole thing again just to kind of like freshen my mind on it because it's been a while since i actually i mean i still read it once in a while like different sections but you know just having the whole book in your mind kind of really does help you to do your forgiveness lessons and you know like not get lost and you know and that being said going and in, <clears throat> going into like all of this other information about like ets and energy and 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 like light codes and like all of this information like and again i love bridging things and and kind of making them fit together um and seeing how they 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 work together right like how is it that you know like these ets are doing their forgiveness lesson right like which the course in miracles in itself says nothing about um or like what is how does that fit into the the framework you know that we get from these books um so i don't know it's it's just really interesting but again like if you're really doing the work and you're really forgiving things, all of those things are just going to be part of the illusion as well, right? Like, hey, if you're kind of like exercising, right? Like if I'm exercising to keep my body healthy so I can keep doing my work, I understand that it's part of the illusion, but I know that it's going to help me ultimately, right? Just like that, like doing the light codes. Yeah, I'm trying to heal my physical body by, you know, eliminating this, conscious energy that's in my etheric body with the light codes then 
that's fine. You know, like, I don't have to make it real either. Um, and just like that, we don't have to make anything real, right? Like, you can study this information. You can, um, you know, like, it's kind of, I don't know, try to understand and try to make it fit. But I think at the end of the day, my, you know, like, and this might be different for you, but you know, like my understanding of spirituality does come from this book, um, from A Course in Miracles. And I think it's the first book, again, and I already said this, but I think it's the first book that answered all my questions. And it finally felt like something clicked. I don't know, like something kind of felt like, wow, this, this is what I was looking for. Like, this is where my journey has taken me, right? So if you're doing the Christian Miracles, um, you know, like, maybe, like, send me a message and see how you interpret the course. Or, like, if you've read Gary Renard's books or, like, what you think about it and um, how it fits in maybe to, like, different New Age um theories or new age information maybe about like energy or you know um i don't know anything that you guys are interested in so um again you can leave me a message at silversoulcrystals at gmail.com um thank you guys so much for listening i hope this um episode helps you somehow um I'm really grateful that you guys are listening. <laughs> um, my listens have gone way up. Like, my listens per episode have doubled. So thank you guys so much for telling your friends, talking about it. So thank you. And, yeah, like, leave me messages. That would be great. Um, I want to know what you guys are thinking about or, um, or, you know, just you can say hi, too. So thanks. I'll be back hopefully in two weeks. So thank you.